Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another episode of All Things Covered. I am your host, Nigel Brito. Today, as the second part of our first-time home buyers and sellers um, series, we're going to be covering some of the mistakes made by first-time sellers, people that are selling their homes or their investments for the first time. Um, many of these mistakes can lead to stress, financial loss, or even just a longer time of their products sitting on the market. You know, to help uh, to help everyone avoid some of these pitfalls, um, we're going to go through some of these mistakes in the hopes that it'll help you avoid some of these mistakes and some of these issues as you're going through the process yourself with your own representatives. Uh, first one, very simply, overpricing the house. This, this, with the help of the agent, sometimes leads to a lot of mistakes, right? Overpricing your house very simply is like setting the price too high. And it, it can be very discouraging for potential buyers and lead to your your home sitting on the market for a much longer time. It's essential for everyone to conduct thorough research and consult with a real estate agent, honestly, to determine the right price. Get an evaluation for your home. Look at what has sold in the marketplace for the last three to six months. Get an idea and put get into per, keep in perspective. You know what the state of the market is right now, and factor all of this in when you when you're pricing your home. Because quite honestly, look at look at what's on your street. If there's something that is very similar to what you own and is drastically different in price, you know either they're pricing it too low or you're too high. So there's a combination of errors that could take place here. But long story short, have your representative do thorough research and nail down that price for your home because if it's if it's priced priced fairly then the chances of it selling in a better amount of time is quite good uh, different strategies you can employ when you're listing your house you can either list it low far below market value in the hopes of it uh, you know attracting far more buyers you can typically sadly some sellers typically list their house much higher um, than market value and then realize the hard way when their product sits right so Pricing your home is key. Do not overprice your home. Your product will sit on the market. Two, neglecting the home preparation. You know, so failing to prepare the home for sale can be a significant, significant mistake. You know, clutter, unfinished repairs, uh, and a lack of overall cleanliness can be so off-putting for people. It can really turn off potential buyers. Consider staging your home and addressing any necessary repairs and maintenance you know, once prior to listing and putting your house on the market. That first impression when people walk in your house is worth a million bucks, literally in some cases. Uh, moving on, ignoring the curb appeal of your house, how it looks from the outside. Like I said, first impressions matter. Neglecting the exterior and the outside of your house, such as the landscaping, the paint, um, or even just the condition of the front door can be can serve as deterrence for buyers before they even enter the property, right? So if the outside doesn't look great, it already sets that impression for them that, man, if the outside's not great, what does the inside look like, you know? Uh, moving on. Not hiring or consulting a real estate professional. You know, while some first-time sellers may attempt to, you know, we want to save the money and, you know, by not sell, by selling the home themselves or doing it privately, and it's possible, it happens. Um, you know, but by not cons consulting a qualified real estate agent, it can, to someone that can provide valuable expertise, market knowledge and, knowledge and negotiation skills, you know, it, it, it could potentially lead to a lower sale. If you don't consult them, it can may lead to far fewer offers because the reach of, of the marketing plan is not in place. 
Um, you know, using someone to, that's well-versed in the industry is obviously in most cases going to bring about far better results, a greater sale for your home, greater time frame. You know, many of your concerns may be addressed far more efficiently with the use of a professional, right? If you're getting plumbing done in your house, if are you going to hire someone that has no expertise in the plumbing or the electrician? Are you going to hire someone that has no expertise in, you know, how the wiring of a house is supposed to look? No. So when it comes to real, real estate transactions, Actions, I, I see the tendency for a lot of people to say, well, well, I can do this myself, but they don't really understand the market. Yeah, sure, you can get facts online and, you know, everybody can go online. But at the end of the day, you know, you can also learn how to, you know, do the plumbing in your house that way too, right? Always consult a professional. That's their job. They do it all day long. It's They don't do it as a hobby. They do it as a profession. Always consult a professional. You'll get better results. Moving on, being inflexible with showings. Limiting the availability for showings can make it very difficult for potential buyers to view your home. If you only want two hours on the weekend or anything, the busiest time for people to get out because they're not working and they're with their families and stuff like that. If you're going to be very limited in, in your availability, don't expect phenomenal results because there will be far fewer eyes on your property right? Be open to that. Being flexible with showing times, even if they may not be ultra convenient for you, can help attract more interested buyers who will essentially bring in more qualified, better quality offers. Be flexible. Uh, another mistake that first-time home home first-time home sellers make, sorry, uh, is they over-personalize their space. While people may love their home's unique features and personal touches, they may not appeal to a broad range of buyers. Consider neutralizing the decor, the paint, all of the interior of your home, and making your home more universally appealing. It's fairly straightforward. Don't put all your family pictures and all that stuff on the wall because people are trying to visualize themselves and their own families in there. Having all the pictures of somebody else's families and things like that can serve as a distraction for them and it makes it a little bit more complicated for them to visualize the place as their own right don't over personalize the space moving on neglecting online marketing in today's age very self-explanatory many home buyers start their search online do not neglect this make sure there are high quality photos professional photography and comprehensive listings and information available so people have a good idea of what they're coming to see uh, moving forward, um, not being prepared for negotiation. A lot of sellers go into it very emotional, you know, and first-time sellers may not be familiar with the art of negotiation. Most people aren't. Uh, it's a very difficult art. It's a very complicated art to master. Uh, it's crucial to be prepared for offers, for counter-offers, and any potential concessions. Understand what you're willing to go below or above. You know, honestly, just know your numbers, know what your your range of acceptance will be, and just have all of your options on the table. So come crunch time, if you need to make concessions, just know what you're working with and be prepared. Uh, your real estate agent should guide you through this process. Uh, moving on, over, overlooking the cost of selling. Many first-time sellers underestimate the costs associated with selling a home. Um, be sure to factor in all of the expenses to avoid any financial surprises, including like agent commissions, closing costs, legal costs, moving costs, any, any costs to move the utility, any, anything associated with you moving to another location. Just understand all of those costs and have them up front. Uh, First-time sellers become emotionally attached. It's natural to have emotional ties to your home, but allowing these emotions to guide your decisions during the selling process can be detrimental. 
try to approach the sale of a business transaction like as a, as a business transaction and make rational choices you know um moving forward you know sellers first doing it for the first time tend to skip the inspection and disclosure you have to be very honest about the condition of your home Be, being honest is crucial because the last thing you want is someone a buyer at the end of the day after the fact everything is closed come back and say well you didn't tell us this or you didn't disclose this cause a lot of legal has a lot of legal ramifications and the last thing you want to do is right after closing and everybody gets their money you have an issue that you have to deal with right just skip, you know, don't skip the inspections. Don't chintz out on the provision of information. Be upfront, put all the cards on the table, be transparent, and let everybody know what it is that you're selling. Um, a lot of first-time sellers like to rush the process because it is emotional. Selling a home is a very significant undertaking, and I can't emphasize that enough. And rushing through the process can lead to mistakes. So take your time. Plan carefully and consult with professionals every step of the way. If you have any questions, always reach out to someone that you feel that would be able to answer that question. Reach out to a real estate professional. Um, to navigate the complexities of selling your home, consider working with these people because they can provide guidance and support throughout the process and make the process enjoyable for you. Again, thank you again for joining us. Uh, stay tuned for another episode of All Things Covered. Have a great week. Bye-bye.